This is Good Morning NoCo with Brian Carey and Tanner Schwint on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. to 7-0, and Brian. Uh, they are undefeated, uh, going to be undefeated going into December. What a big win. Isaiah Stevens last night, uh, just outstanding. Again, he continues his All-American level of play, 20 points, 11 rebounds, um, only three turnovers last night as well. Um, but boy, uh, CSU got out to a hot start, and just uh, the physicality and then the defensive pressure that they put on CU and what they've been doing to teams all year long in that first half of just hey we're gonna we're at we're more physical we're more athletic than you good luck getting by us uh, show through again and uh, the Rams win this thing again 88 to 83 so you didn't go, get uh, put away like I think Rams fans wanted it to uh, to be well the way it looked at half yeah, because of KJ, you know, you're up by what fifteen at the half. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. right there. And uh, because of KJ Simpson and and Cody Williams, uh, the freshman uh, uh, for the Buffaloes, uh, all twenty one points of Cody Williams uh, came in the second half of this game. He was held scoreless in the first half. Um, KJ Simpson uh, led all scorers in the game with thirty points. Uh, you had Isaiah Stevens, which we mentioned, Jalen Lake and his broken finger, sixteen <laughs> points as well. Uh, Jalen Lake uh, broke his finger earlier. Uh, this week in practice and is going to have to have sur- he's having surgery on it today uh, he played in that game last incredible. night taped it up and now he's having surgery on it he's going to be out for six weeks that's going to be a, a big loss for CSU uh, uh, in these it next really six is. weeks because is Cartier still out too uh, I, I think Cartier was kind of a game time decision so I wouldn't was be he? surprised if he's back uh, mm-hmm. pretty quickly uh, but uh, CSU uh, getting the win man and uh, what a win it was and the fans stormed the court afterwards and that's our Happy Life Gardens poll question uh, how do you feel about that happening um, and uh, well we've got a, a mixed bag of responses here which I figured it would be Mike says yeah it's mostly okay don't want any players to get hurt in the bedlam that yeah. takes place but I haven't heard of any incidents where that's happened you know because I was thinking the same thing that's I worry about the safety but then I'm thinking in history it all my years, have I heard of there being a problem? I haven't. No, I and I haven't either. Uh, Mike Danson says, if it's a game you should have won, stay off the quarter field. At some point, a fan is going to get in the face of a player who just lost and something bad is going to happen. Yeah. And that is the negative side of it. But um, like CSU was supposed to win that game last night, but you haven't beat CU since 2017. You haven't beat CU in Moby since 2011. I, if you're going to storm the court, I don't have a problem with it last night. No, because, I, I mean, honestly, it, you know, oh, it's a team you're supposed to beat or whatnot. Bottom line is it was like a two-point 
you know, two and a half point spread. spread. Yeah, you know, so it, it this was a go either way game, and the only reason that I think CSU was favored was they were at home, right? And, and I think that made a huge difference in that first half, as we've talked about. I think I agree. Moby rocking like it was was huge, and I think that changes throughout the course of a game too, because I've see saw a lot of uh, you know see uh, see you people saying, "Well, you were supposed to beat us," you know this and that, and it's like, wait a second, you were twenty three no. point favorites in football. And you guys stormed the field after you beat CSU in double overtime. And I didn't have a problem with that either because of how the game went. Right. Right? Like, I think that changes throughout the course of it. Love the social media interaction. When it's fun and about sports, I love seeing people get after it. Troy says, uh, part of the sport, some Division I colleges uh, don't get enough people in the stands for this to even occur. I think it's awesome. Um, And that's kind of where I'm at. I believe it builds a, a culture of winning. When you have that happen and you're caught up in that moment... I think it's a huge thing, Brian. Well, I love when when the fans care enough that it's that important, that yeah. they get that excited. That says something about the program. Look, teams that are, you know, <laughs> that are sitting there at, at, that are three and eight. Right. You know, they're not storming courts. They shouldn't be. Well, no, well, yeah, no, absolutely they shouldn't be. But we have a program right now that is... It, it has aspirations. Yeah. You know, and when you look at, you know, last night they won by five, and that's the closest game the Rams have played all year. Yeah. You know, you look back, they beat Louisiana Tech by eight. They beat uh, Wright State by 28. You know, they beat uh, UNC by 19. Right. Uh, they beat uh, Kansas City by 23. They beat Boston College by 12. And Creighton by 21. Yeah. You know, so this team is so legit. This isn't a a team that's sitting on the bubble. This isn't a team where we're looking and going, I wonder if these Rams are really going to turn out to be good. They are. They are. They They are. are. They've had the schedule to prove it, and they've proved it. And they've done it at home and on the road. You know, two of those last three wins were not at Moby. No, they you were know, against Boston College and against Creighton. Creighton. Those were on the road. Yeah. Neutral site on the Creighton one, but I mean, they were were on the road. Creighton's in Omaha, is that right? Is that where Creighton? Yeah, I believe so. And this was in Lincoln, or no, Kansas City. I think it was Kansas City. I don't know. It for was sure. in Kansas City, and they're was they're it? in Omaha, so pseudo Not, home game for Creighton. Geographically much closer, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, texter here. I pre- uh, the stickman texting in. I predicted a five point game. Was just hoping that it ended the other way around. I don't think rushing the quarter field is a bad thing. CU football fans rushed the first three games, and he says that might be too much, but they were big wins. So I've kind of understand it. CSU fans weren't happy when CU did it, so it's kind of interesting now hearing CSU fans saying it's okay because the roles are reversed. That's the life of being a fan, though. You're going to only see the positives about your team and not call out the negatives. That's where we try and step in and say... Listen, it was fine when CU did it. It was it's fine that CSU did it. I think what's funny actually is the hypocrisy of the CU fans who are now coming out and saying, "Oh, really? This is really what?" You're... And and I think some media members are just uh, they're just trying to get under the they're under yeah they are absolutely another texture here. I think it's kind of cool. You're just caught up in the moment of it all. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're kind of like a we're kind of a split bag here for sure. Well, I'm I find myself waffling on this. Yeah. I find myself going back and forth because I came in with the stance of you don't do that. You stay in your seat. You don't put anyone at jeopardy. But 
it, it's amazing how these things have been done, and there haven't been injuries. There hasn't been, you know, I'm sure there's been one or two, but for the most part, I haven't heard of a player getting getting hurt. I haven't heard of a player, you know, decking somebody, uh, you know, a fan, right? you know, or anything like that. It's just been exuberance. Yeah, no, it really you know, has which been. you want in a program, so I think this... This just builds to the legend of Moby. I agree, man. Uh, 80% of people on X, uh, I'll run in the poll on X, at Tanner Schwint on uh, X, formerly of Twitter, 80% saying they love it, 20% saying they hate it. Well, as big of a game as that was last night with a lot of attention on it, the Denver Nuggets also took on the Houston Rockets. Uh, yeah. The Rockets uh, had beaten the, the Nuggets every time that they've squared up so far this season. Things changed last night. Well, and Nikola Jokic was a big reason for it. Into Jokic. Got a man, Porter. And Porter fires for three. Good. Yoke coming in around Shangoon. And he scores it. Jokic rebounds. Pass it out. Porter straight away. Got it again. Missed that. Jokic there. And Jokic drops it up and in. Jokic had to get on his tiptoes at that time. Jokic. And Jokic throws it down. His second dunk of the season. And Jokic tapping, tapping. Put it up and in. On the back cut, Holiday, another beautiful assist by Jokic. Jokic, long range three, stepped into it nicely. Jokic, here he goes again, there he goes again. Reggie Jackson missed it, Jokic taps it to himself, out to Christian Brown for three. Yes! A lot of Jokic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a lot of Nikola Jokic last night. Hey, he gets uh, his seventh triple-double of the season. Uh, Nikola Jokic, 32 points, 10 rebounds, and 15 assists. He also had a steal on there. And here's the kicker of it all, Brian. Zero turnovers for Nikola Jokic wow. last night. And... You know, after the bench really carried, well, obviously they had to. Bench players were starters against the Clippers. Against the Clippers, yeah. The the starters were back, and boy, did they shine in this one. Jamal Murray's return, he only played 22 minutes, but 16 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 0 turnovers. Wow. Um, only... My goodness, only three turnovers uh, by Denver all night long in that basketball game. The, the, that's the good news. The bad news, they only created eight from Houston, uh, and this is how you end up having a, a 134-124 win for the Denver Nuggets. A lot of points. The Nuggets go into December still undefeated at Ball Arena, 9-0 and so far. The Houston Rockets, 0-7 on the road, and they sit at an 8-8 eight eight record right now. Another guy With two who, of those wins against Denver, haven't right. there been? Yep, that's exactly right. And a guy who uh, deserves a, a shout out for this one, and and I'm starting to I'm starting to wonder about this guy. Is he going to be kind of in the same category as Jamal Murray, where when he's got it, he's going to be the cream of the crop, and when he doesn't, you're going to be like, where is he? Um, and we're seeing that already. But is uh, are there some comparisons to be made between Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Last night, thirty points, ten rebounds, five assists, and a steal for him. PJ, he was on fire last night. Seven for twelve from the three-point line last night That's for insane. MPJ. Uh, so a huge night for the Denver Nuggets. They moved to thirteen and six 
on the season, 9-0 and at home as well. One last game that took place in uh, basketball last night was the UNC Bears. They took on uh, San Diego last night, and this thing came down to the wire uh, with the Bears having one last chance to, uh, to tie it up and send it to overtime. Flips it up. Around and off, no good. Rebound Abercrombie. Two seconds to go. Riley half-court heave. Off the glass, too high, no good. And San Diego holds on. Oh, the man. Toreros 74-72, San Diego gets the win. So, excuse me, that shot was for the win. Um, so it was a three-pointer. It, 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 it was a one-by-one. One. Half-court attempt, I believe, is about where uh, uh, Amber Crumpy was at on that shot. But, uh, yeah, San Diego wins 74-72. Was San Diego not 5-2 and two going into this game? They Tanner, were 5-2. Nope, but they're, exactly they're right. a real quality team. It, it certainly appears that way. And UNC, uh, what I liked about it, and Angel, feel free to jump in on this, too, as we've got a couple minutes here. But UNC, we've seen them come soaring out of the gates, and they get this hot, hot start, big lead, and the second half is like, eh. I know it wasn't the result that you're looking for, but they lose the first half 29-28, and they lose the game 74-72, so they lost the second half 45-44 consistency is the thing that I think this team needs to get done and and continue to learn. And it looks like they showed that last night, Angel. Yeah, um, I was very interested in this game uh, because the starting point guard, Jaron Rilly, um, this is only his second start so far this season. Um, He was out early with like an elbow injury or something. Uh, So getting him back, it's going to take some time just to get that chemistry going and find out who the guy's going to be. I think... uh, I had tweeted out last night, they were not great from the three-point range. Ended up 10 of 29, so about 34%. I think if they can start finding that three ball, it's going to give them a little more confidence. You'd like to see it. Uh, Riley Abercrombie, 17 points, 5 of 7 from three. Um, he feels like he's going to be the shooter that you need on this team. Uh, but continue just, to, just building that chemistry is going to be the biggest thing as you get in these new transfers. Getting uh, really back in the starting lineup is... It it really sets the tone differently, and I think Steve Smiley is going to try to find that chemistry a little bit more in these next few games. No, I I I love the analysis, and I agree with that. But and Langston Reynolds had another huge Sports dunk. Center top ten yeah. worthy dunk. Yeah, that's that's uh, did was he on the Sports Center top ten? I don't know. I don't I, think so. I know he got he one earlier uh, this season, um, but when when you you're ten of twenty nine from the three point line, as you mentioned, and Riley Amber Abercrombie's five of seven. That tells you what the rest of the team did from that three-point line, and it wasn't good. 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 Um, St. Thomas, he's still contributing, man. Nine points, eight rebounds, six assists, two steals. You like the stat line, but three of 11. So the efficiency from St. Thomas, I think, needs to pick up. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think he's their most talented player on the floor um, in the starting lineup, and he's a guy that's kind of just, again, it's just the consistency and the chemistry of this team that you got to find. Uh, you're seeing it just little bits here and there. They're making good backdoor passes, uh, mm. good cuts on their you know play designs and stuff like that. So, yeah, just keep working, keep going. Yep, I agree. And, and again, non, uh, it, it matters, but it doesn't matter because it's going to come down to four games in the Big Sky Tournament. That's exactly right. So, I mean, everything you're doing right here, yeah, you'd love to win, but if you get yourself to where you're solid, you know who you are when you begin conference play. That's going to make all the difference in the world. So you can't just measure W's and L's with this team at this point until they get into conference play. 8.22 the time. You've got good morning, NOCO.
You know, I, I posted this last night, and I, I said it here this morning as well, but college basketball in the state of Colorado is going to be so, so much better than college football was. Oh, college football was rough. It's like we can't have two good things rough. at the same time. So it's like, yeah, college football is going to suck for you. Hey, but we we were making up for it by having a professional team that's good now. Well, when the the, the you college know? teams were sucking, so were the Broncos for six weeks. <laughs> right now we're coming with the Broncos as well. So you've got the Avs, who are legitimate contenders. You've got the Nuggets, who are legitimate contenders. You've got the Broncos, who could be a playoff team. Yep. You've got the Rams, who are ranked in the top 20. You've got the Buffs, who are... Gonna they, be, they're going to be, be fighting in a top here. 25 type of team or right on the edge. And you got UNC playing good early season basketball after a lot of question marks going into this offseason. Could be a factor in the big sky this year. Right, and part of the reason for those uh, question marks was exactly what Stickman's texting us about. How about Dalton Connect, uh, the transfer from UNC going to Tennessee, the number 10 ranked volunteers, dropping 37 points last night. Don't you love seeing this? In a loss to the North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, they what a game that was. 192. Dalton Connect damn near had half of their points last night. It's 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 absolutely amazing. It makes you know that there was some good recruiting yeah. when they brought him in. They had a good eye for talent. And then, I mean, look, he, he would do very well with UNC. There's no doubt. But aren't you happy for the kid to go to where he did? And he's going to have a professional career. I'm torn on it, man. And I know we're going to talk about the transfer portal a little bit later on, but I, I, I am torn on it. No, I, I'm, I happy totally for, I'm, ho- I'm happy for yes. Dalton because I have not heard anybody say a bad thing about him. But it hurts. as a fan base, yeah, it does hurt. It's like it's like senior X with somebody like, with a six-pack now. It's like, yeah, that guy's got his life together, man. He's got look at look at him. It's like, yeah, that's that's what it that's feels like. That's your analogy. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. It's like my my ex left me and went and found somebody who's six foot tall, got a six pack, and really rich. That's <laughs> that's what it feels like. Okay, Eight twenty nine. The time. I and I'm torn on this too because I absolutely despise the transfer portal. I'm just in this situation. Happy. It, it's one of those where just because it happened. Yeah. All right. Well, I would have fought him leaving, but he's gone. So if he's going to be gone, I would like him to be able to do well yes, where he's at. Agree completely. Yeah, Eight, but come back home. Eight thirty. The time now. <laughs> it's good morning, Noko. Welcome back to Good Morning NoCo. I hope you're having a wonderful morning so far. We're going to stay pretty cool today, just in the 30s. It's 8.32 now. I'm Brian Gary with Tanner Schwint and producer Angel Padilla. Great job today, Angel, putting together all those clips, by the way, uh, getting you uh, getting you a feel of what it was like for the uh, Nuggets, Bears, and Rams and Buffs last night. They were all in action, and uh, that's been a, a focus of the show this morning. We'll have more to come on that. Look forward to visiting with Miles Bloomhart coming up in just a minute. Uh, big thank you to Mosher Funeral and Cremation Service. Scott was in with us uh, in the studio yesterday, and uh, always great to visit with him and uh, the great folks at Mosher Funeral and Cremation Service. They are the only family-owned and operated funeral home in the Greeley-Evans area, and there's something special about that family vibe. Uh, they get families. They get what it's like when you've lost a loved one and the celebration you want for that person. You want it to fit the person that you've lost, and they do those very unique 
type of services. They're unique as life itself. And also, you want a traditional type of service. They have that as well. A lot of people like to plan ahead these days. You want to make sure that things are taken care of and not leave it in the hands of your family who will be dealing with the grief and all of the what do we do financially with this, that, and that. Uh, You can take the worry out of that for your family by pre-planning. And uh, they offer that service as well. Give them a call today, 970-330-6824. You'll find them online at Mosier Funeral Service. 834 The Time, Miles Bloomhart joins us next, but first, bottom of the hour, News and Weather Center. Rams get a big win last night. They stormed the court afterwards, and that's what we're asking today. You good with that? I am Tanner Schwint, Brian Gary, my co-host, Angel Padilla, doing the production work today. Appreciate his work, as always, and joining us now up on the hotline, it is Miles Bloomhart from the Colorado. Miles, good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning. I am jacked up after that great CSU win last night. Oh, man, it was uh, it was something special to watch. This has a great feel to this season so far. We have a hell of a team there, and boy, it was fun to watch them, uh, well, actually throughout these first seven games, but last night, what a vibe at Moby, huh, Miles? Oh, I, I love this. I love this team. Uh, I love what Nico has done, the transformation that he's made, um, that the atmosphere, and I absolutely love storming the court. You do? You, you're, you're all in on this. Yeah, you know, you'd think an old 61-year-old guy, right, you know, get off my lawn. No, I'm playing into it. That's great. It's fantastic. Moby was just had just a great vibe to it, like you said. People are excited, and after a disappointing loss out at Hawaii in football, this is exactly what we needed. So, since you brought it up, I... You want I, to start there? I, I Yeah, I might have to. Okay. Um, I, I want to... I don't know if I want to apologize to you, Miles, for I, I do a little bit. your thoughts about the CSU football team, saying who have they beat and things like that. Um, because at the end of the season, uh, you're right. You're looking right. Uh, <laughs> because they didn't do well, it. They didn't go and make a bowl game, and I thought that was an essential part of this. Yeah, I think that would have been really nice for them. I, there, there was some improvement. There was. Um, but they're coming from being really dreadful to less dreadful, and but they have some they have some things that are I think going in the right direction, and and this might I, I, here's what my here's what I would say, I think <clears throat> one of the major stumbling blocks <clears throat> excuse me is I don't think Jay Norvell is a good in game coach I think he does a lot of things well I think he makes some some less than desirable decisions during the game, but. They do have a little bit going in their favor if they get some of these guys coming back. <clears throat> Excuse me, if Tory Horton comes back, um, you know, I think they're going to be okay. Yeah, that, I think so too. And look, no, I saw being positive. No, I did see growth too. I agree with Miles on that behalf, but not enough. Yeah, not enough this year. They needed to make that bowl no. game, in my opinion. No, uh, you know, people calling for Jay's removal—that's absurd. You I can't agree. do that yet. They don't have the money. He, he has. There's no indication why you would fire him now. Um, let this thing grow, see if it'll grow. I don't know. They have a difficult, a very difficult schedule next year, um, Texas and CU, and they have a very difficult uh, Mountain West schedule. I don't know if they'll be bowl eligible next year. If they're not, that's gonna be, there's going to be a lot of heat on Jay. Yeah, Miles, you realize it doesn't pay to be logical in today's world, right? Yeah, and that's what I <laughs> – see, this is what I'm getting at. Now, 
And, and I'm not trying to be negative on CSU, but I'm a realist. They, they show, here's what I don't like. Throughout Jay's first year and his second year, it's penalties, it's turnovers, it's, it's dumb things they do. And that has not, that has continued in two years. I haven't seen any progress there. No, you're exactly right. You're exactly right on that. So um, I guess this is as close to a, a, of an apology as you're going to get from me on this one, Miles. But uh, for, for jumping you the other day, a couple weeks ago, when he said that you weren't impressed with what this team's done. Um, so uh, take it and run with it. Yeah, well, you know, again, they, they, when, they start beat, uh, when they start beating the better teams, hey, I, I think that's progress. I don't yeah. think going 5-7 and seven and beating, what, four of the worst, 130 teams in in all of football. I don't think that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah their win over Boise State, improbable as it was, they won, and that was you know it turns out being a, a a pretty good win. So let's start winning those games. Let's start winning the rivalry games. Yeah, exactly right. All right, Miles. Well, let's go talk about this uh, basketball team because uh, just ridiculous what you've seen. 7-0 for CSU now. Uh, big wins over Creighton and Colorado and, C- uh, of course, CU. Uh, but uh, what are your, what's the ceiling on this team, Miles? Well, you know, last year you saw CSU, and I said this to you guys, they were very unathletic. They, they couldn't muscle up. Okay, you're seeing the exact opposite. In one year, Nico really transformed this team into what they needed. They went out and got Joel Scott. You know, they got Nee Clifford. Um, they got uh, a really, really good uh, David Roddy lookalike and Rashawn Mamipa. <laughs> yeah. So that dude is stout. What I like, here's what I like. Now, again, CU shot really well. And, and you know, they shot, what, 70% in the second half. And, and yeah, we got out-rebounded 34-21. But this team muscles up on you. And that's what I like. That's what they needed to do. And that, because of that, it gives them a better chance in every game, especially against these really good teams. So kudos to Nico. He did a great job in, in transformation of this team. And I think they have a lot of promise. I think this team plays together really well. They share the basketball. I, I really like what they're, you know, what they're looking at right now. I think as we look at, you know, these first seven games and one of the more impressive things about CSU so far to me is, each opponent has presented a different type of challenge, and they've rose to that, and they have won in different ways throughout these seven games. And that says a lot about the talent that's on the court and the job that Nico is doing with them. Yeah, I agree. And, and injuries are bad, right? They didn't have uh, Patrick Cartier last night and uh, Jalen uh, Lake, who had a tremendous game with a broken finger, who will be out for six weeks. Those injuries... As bad as they are, what they do is they allow you to look at your bench further. And, and I think CSU is going to be okay. Sure, it's not great missing them, but, you know, you have Cartier coming back and you have Jalen Lake coming back before the, the Mountain West uh, conference starts up. And I think this team is going to keep growing. And, you know, eventually they're going to get down to about probably eight players. But I, I just really like the growth of this team already. No, you, you have to. Uh, we're talking with Miles Bloomhart here uh, from the Colorado end. Um, and it all starts, and, and we all know this, but it all starts with Isaiah Stevens uh, leading that charge and going back to the Medved, uh, you know, what Nico was able to do in this offseason of getting that athleticism. I think that's why they've been able to get off to these hot starts is I think these teams that they're playing, Miles, are just uh, kind of blown away by the athleticism that CSU has uh, right off the bat, the athleticism and the, and the physicality of this team in that first half I think is really what the difference has been yeah every 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 good football team needs a great quarterback 
every basketball team needs a great point guard. And Isaiah Stevens is that. I mean, the guy can, can create his own shots. I really like his shot selections a lot. Like, when, when they need a bucket, he'll go get it, but he doesn't force things, and he gets everybody else involved, right? So everybody else has a chance to score, and when you have that going on, you know, in, in the mentality of your team, I think you're a dangerous team. I mean, he's playing like an All-American. Uh, he, he's, you know, he's from day one when he came in. The game, the college game from high school to college, the game, what the college game was never too big for the guy. And, and he's shown that in four years here, and he just keeps growing and growing, and he knows the game. And when you know the game like he does, I think that really sets you up for, for you to be successful. And, yeah, I think he is one of the better guards in, 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 in the entire country. No, he, he is. And so you, go, oh, go ahead. No, Mike. I was just thinking it was neat to watch. You could feel what the game meant to Clifford. Yeah, to Neek, yeah. You know, yeah. Out, out there on the court, you could just see it. That effort from 1 to 10 last night was just phenomenal. Yeah, I think, you know, the nice thing with Clifford is, um, you know, you, you know, you, you, you have him. He's a good defender. He's a good rebounder and he can score. I mean, he, again, he and Josiah Strong's a big kid. He's not scoring probably as much as they like, but, um, these guys then muscle up. Joel Scott is, he's not all that tall in the middle, but his body size, uh, it just, you know, they muscle up. If you look last night, a lot of times what I liked, is, you know, when you get in the paint and somebody's trying to back you down, as a defender, if you can get that little body push on them as soon as they take their shot and you can get away with it, that, that, that's what CSU didn't have last year. Last night, I really saw that in them. And really, when you're playing San Diego State and those kinds of teams, that's what you have to do. No, you certainly do. So we know you're a big proponent of, of storming the court or storming the field, whatever it is. But should there be, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, etiquette to it, Miles? No, I mean, no. Anytime. No. You're good no. with it anytime. When, when, the, when the vibe feels it, go for it. You know, and again, I think last night I did see this. I thought it was kind of cool. I saw the, you know, pseudo security, right? They put up like a like a rope or something to kind of keep – the fans away from the players shaking hands. That's a good thing because yes. the last thing we want is in a heated game like that is some kind of altercation, which I, I agree there's a risk there, but that altercation between, you know, players who just got, you know, got, you know, just took a loss and fans, you know, getting in their face, everybody's got their phone up. And so I do like that aspect of it. If you can keep them separated, yeah, storm the court all you want. I think I think that's interesting. I think they, like you said though, the the vibe's got to be right. Um, and I think this was a, a huge win, uh, first time that CSU has beat uh, CU in Moby since 2011, uh, which is a crazy thing to say. You know, I, I what I dislike is people going, you know, on social media. Oh, you can't storm the court. You can't storm the field. No, that they're not going to storm the court if probably they beat New Mexico. Although New Mexico is a good team, or probably even San Diego State. But again. What you haven't beaten CU since what 2017? So storm the court. I love it. At first, I was against it, and as we've gone through the morning in the talks, I've started to realize that this has been going on for decades and decades, and I can't think of there being any instances or injuries where something bad did happen on there, except when they pulled down a goalpost. Yeah, you know there has nationally there's been some, and I think the SEC might even have a rule now where you I don't know. Yeah, you know, there's a fine that you know comes into play. You know what we do? We we try to take the fun out of everything. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like CSU getting rid of the, the what was it the uh, trombone 
um, whatever that was. You know, when the trombonists would come out and they'd swing around, you can't do it anymore because you might hit somebody in the head. Uh, those types of things. We're taking the fun out of everything. You know, let the fans have fun. Yeah, I agree with that. And now this yeah. is the conversation that we were having as well. And, and your colleague over at the Colorado and uh, Kevin Lytle, who uh, does a great job following this team, uh, posted this out on X as well. I don't like the uh, the FCU chants uh, that, that go on in these games. I get that they're college students. I get it. But, Miles, you're talking about families there. You're talking about you know grandma and grandpa is there. I don't like when that's the thing that overtakes uh, you know an arena, especially in Moby where there's only you know not eight thousand people when it's sold out yeah i'm a little i'm not good you know as i get older i'm not good with that um yeah not i'm not really high on that that's i mean the f word's pretty <laughs> it's it's pretty bad um yep. you know again i you know i suppose you could have somebody i go i guess you could um you know you could go on the pa and and um yeah. you know you know um say hey don't do that you could do that um this is stupid but, but would that start to infringe on freedom of speech things i i don't know but i you know that, well, I, I wonder if that starts to play a role if you if you say that well i think i think going on the pa or the pa announcer saying you know let's not do that i think that would be i think that would probably be a good way to you know, to curtail that or to, to cut that off. And I think you probably need to do that because that, that is getting a little, and you're right. There's a lot of kids. There's a lot of people who don't like swearing. Right. Yeah. So I, I think, but again, um, it, it's a tough call, but that's probably what they should do. Well, and I think we just need to realize what they were saying was, let's go see you. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Let's go see you. I like it. I like it. We're talking I can't with... hear very well, but I don't think that's what they You don't said. think so? Remember? <laughs> yeah. What I... was it? Was it a year or two ago when... Um, Remember I the FCC doesn't like swearing too much. Right, yeah, I think at CSU there was an incident where... I think it's somebody at the free throw line and they thought he's, they, some student yelled out a derogatory term or something, you know, again, if you got a crowd, it's going to happen. You just try to, you know, you try and suppress it as much as you can. I think it was a Utah state game. Uh, and right when the Ukraine and Russia mm-hmm. war took off, right. Isn't that right? That's when that, what it was, what, yeah, what it was when it started. Yeah. So no, I, yeah. the atmosphere was electric and Moby. Uh, this team is legit. Um, and, um, you know, maybe next time miles, we'll talk about what this means for Nico Medved long-term, uh, and his chances of staying at Fort Collins at, at CSU. Yeah, I think, you know, after last year, right, it was like he's going to be here a long, a long time. But, yeah, he's always going to get looked at. But, again, that's where you want your program to be. No, so, you know what, if they if they retain him, great. If he wants to go, I think the Minnesota job may come up this year. Mm. Um, that's, you know, that's, a, that's one he would definitely look at. But Nico's smart. He knows what he has here. But, again, and the bottom line is, and, and um, Tim Miles did it right, is, at some point, you do have to take the money. I mean, you have to look at your your family and your longevity and your you know whatever your you know finances are. So no, exactly right. And I know you know the Green and Gold Guard, the NIL Collective, there is is trying to help on, on that side of things as well. So Miles Bloomhart with the Colorado and Miles, appreciate your time, my friend. How are you healing up? Uh, that's why I didn't go to the game. I'm not quite ready to storm the court yet. But, yeah, better every day. Very good. I mean, the old the old man might have gone down there. Miles, appreciate your time, my friend. Yeah, you guys have a great day. See you, Miles. There you go, Miles Bloomhart uh, from the Colorado. Eight fifty four. The time. Let's get the latest in the nerd world. Here's Mike Kilpatrick. Still to come to the program, Brady Hall, host of the whole show. 
riding high after he was at that game last night. Yeah. I don't think he stormed the court. Is there, uh, a, ch- is there a chance he did? No, I don't think there's any chance he did. I don't think Brady storms. Yeah. I don't know. I bet he was on the court after the game. You know, we'll find out. We're going to find out. I yeah. bet he was down there talking to Nico and those guys and and the players. I bet he was down oh, there. Oh, you mean he was down there schmoozing? Probably. As opposed to right. bouncing up and down. I Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he probably bounced up and down. I don't know if he's a public bouncer. I bet he's a private bouncer. Yeah. Get excited in the car. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the basement. Yeah. You know, uh, in his quiet little dungeon. Getting hyped When up. he goes down there. Yeah. One, Every time Nicole Yoko Once his son's asleep and all yeah. that, he'll go downstairs. I bet. And I think he bounces. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. But did he do it in public? <laughs> We're going to find out. I Bring don't think he publicly bounced. In depth, going to break down this game for I've us. I publicly jiggled, that we've but been. I have not <laughs> yes. necessarily bounced. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Brady's going to break down the game for us. Uh, also preview the Dem- uh, Denver Broncos' huge game against the Houston Texans coming up this weekend. This is a biggie. It's It's... Yeah, we've been saying this a lot, but it's do or die. You've dug yourself this hole. You got to you got to beat a, one of the teams that's right in front of you. I don't think when you looked at the schedule at the beginning of the year, you circled the Houston game. No. coming up in uh, early December. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But I want to ask Brady what that truly means for the for the Broncos going into this thing as well. Uh, some back page news coming up. Be a part of the program today. Text us on the J Nine Agencies text line eight 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 five three zero 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 four three. What are your thoughts on storming the court? On what the Broncos' chances are? Where Wherever you want to take us, send in your thoughts, 888-530-0043. You've got Good Morning NoCo presented by Air Solutions on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 at 1310 KFKA.